0: This episode of Fermented Adventure, the podcast features part one of our interviews at the American Whiskey Convention. It was sponsored by the Delaware Valley Fields Foundation and recorded on September 10th, 2021 at the Independence Seaport Museum. Enjoy our interviews at the American Whiskey Convention. This episode of Fermented Adventure, the podcast is sponsored by Kitts, handcrafted dog treats made from spent beer grains, oats, barley and rye. No chemical preservatives, a great source of fiber, and packed with protein. Visit brewskits.com to see the full selection of treats for your dog and your cat. Receive 15% off your first order by typing in two important words, fermented adventure, at checkout. Cheers!
1: Brewskits. Beer, grain, dog, bones. Brewskits. Your dog will go wild. Brewskits. Beer, green dog, bones, a healthy alternative for
0: your pup. Brewskets are all natural and made in the USA. Visit Brewsket.com. That's B-R-E-W-S-C-U-I-D.com. Steve Basher, George Washington's distillery at Mount Vernon. We're here at the American Whiskey Convention. What does this convention mean to you?
1: Well, I think it means a lot to be with a group of people like this, distillers from around the country, but also I like to salute Laura Fields and all the work she does uh, with her, you know, heirloom grain projects and the Delaware Fields Association. And, and so I'm here to support that effort as well. It's a great event. This is the third or fourth one we've been to. And she always ties it to an element of whiskey history, which is important to us. So in this case, you know, the track traffic on the river in Philadelphia and how these spirits made it out to the Ohio the whole economics of the early part of the country, she ties that to. So it's a really good event. What do you think
0: George Washington would say about an event like this? You're Um, a history guy, and and I think you
1: can get in the mind of George Washington. What do you think he would say? Well, he was very much a commercial man of, of business. So I think the commerce of whiskey, what it meant for the nation at that time, the use of the waterways, which is the theme of this event, was very key to him as well. You know, this is before the railroad, so he thought in terms of canal projects that would link the eastern cities with the grain-growing regions as we moved west. So this is all in that, that type of view of Washington as, as the country would grow economically. What are some of the spirits that you brought today that you produce and distill
0: at the distillery?
1: Well, we make rye mostly. We also make brandies. But tonight it's about whiskey, so I brought our unaged rye, which is uh, as close to the 18th century as you can get because they didn't barrel age whiskey then. So it's clear, never hit a barrel. We've got the uh, two-year-old, the three-year-old straight rye, obviously oak barrel aged, charred barrel, and then our premium. This batch right here is four years, five months old. So we are aging longer now as I when we last met
0: now you were episode 50 on the podcast and this was one of the ones that was still in the barrel that we got to try just after the podcast that's correct so I haven't had this yet
1: in out of the barrel well there's a little bit right there now that's cut to proof you got barrel strength when you're at Malvern, but that's at 86 this is phenomenal
0: this is crazy how come more people don't know about this Well, uh, we need to let
1: them know about this part of it is we're very small because with the nature of how we make it with 18th century methods So we only produce so many bottles a year and you usually have to get it at Mount Vernon. So we don't distribute we're hoping that over time this uh, Shipping by mail may come to the whiskey industry where we could reach more people and I know that ACSA and other people like distilled spirits Council are working to try to get those laws passed so hopefully in the future we can distribute a little wider but if not, come to Mount Vernon and visit us and, and get a bottle at Mount Vernon. Not only will you get at Mount
0: Vernon the tour of the distillery, but you have the grist mill and you learn so much about the history of distilling as to when it was done in George Washington's time. Because you do all the distilling there, you've got your barrel-aged house that you're doing, Mm -hmm. you put it it all together, you do all that, and you get to share that with everybody when they come to the distillery.
1: Well, I've got a great team too, you know, I'm I'm leading a group of people, both men and women, that, that love the 18th century and give tours and work in the manner in which whiskey was made back then. So I'm very fortunate to have that crew do this work with me. Now we also, we're not gonna be pouring this tonight, but, I think you may have had a little of this rum. We made rum a couple years ago, so I brought a little for maybe later, perhaps? Later sounds good. All right. All right. Listen, George Washington's Mount
0: Vernon Distillery. Mount Vernon... You've got to check them out. They're producing some amazing spirits. You do on Saturdays now, or there are days that you actually
1: distill that you can show people how that's done? We're generally not open when we distill because it's a safety issue with wood fired stills. Okay. But right now, the site's only open on weekends, Saturdays and Sundays. Mount Vernon Estate, Washington's home, is open seven days a week. And you can go to mountvernon.org and look us up and find out more details. Check
0: out mountvernon.org. Steve, thank you so much good for your time. You again, good to see you. Have a good night. Thanks, man. All right. Aviana Wolf, Stolen Wolf Distillery, what does the Whiskey Convention mean to you?
2: We're just so excited that it's actually happening this year. So it's nice to get a little bit back to normal. We're happy to be right next to uh, Delaware um, Valley, who started the whole Rosen Project, and we were lucky enough to be a part of. Now,
0: you were the first distillery to distill Rosen Rye. And for Stolen Wolf, that was a momentous occasion that still, you know, it still reverberates, I think, through all of Pennsylvania and the world.
2: Definitely it's very special to us that we were chosen to be the first, um, largely because of our master distiller, unfortunately, who just recently passed, Dick Stoll. Um, He used a lot of Rosen Rye in his distillations at what was Pennsylvania Michter's, the oldest operating distillery in the country when it closed in 1990. And um, we're just hoping to continue with the Rosen. We've also planted it at our... um, uh, local family farm, the Klein Farm, which about a mile up the road in Lititz, uh, PA. So hopefully the Rosen will just get bigger, bigger and bigger.
0: Now here's the thing: you distill Rosen, you're making a great product, but you have a lot of different products.
2: We do. So, the rosin is just sort of a very small piece of what we do at Stolen Wolf. Uh, and that's particularly, is obviously a rye grain. So, we do our, uh, I would say, our Pennsylvania rye, and that is also with local grains until we get enough rosin to sort of supplant that. Uh, we distill bourbon based on Dixel's uh, recipe, which is very uh, well known as the H. Hirsch bourbon mash bill, um, which he distilled at Michter's, and uh, we also do our blend, which is 80% bourbon, 20% rye, we have apple brandy, uh, and also corn whiskey that we've also been distilling.
0: There is absolutely so much to enjoy, and in your cocktail lounge area, you make some amazing cocktails too.
2: We do, Um, so we like to keep it uh, classic, obviously it's all the Stolen Wolf uh, products, uh, all the classic cocktails, and a few seasonal sort of specialties.
0: Now, in my glass, I have a little bit of the aged rose and rye. My question is, when does this come out for, for full pump for full public consumption?
2: That is a very good question. So, literally, what you're tasting is straight. It's two years old as of, like, two days ago. So, we're going to do some tastings and some talking, and then we'll figure out when is the best time to release the Rosin.
0: So, listen up, whiskey world, rose and rye, You're hearing about it now. You've heard about it for two years. The Delaware Valley Valley Fields Foundation is helping to rebirth the grain, and Stolen Wolf is really responsible for bringing it back to life. We're going to sip this. That just keeps getting better and better and better. This is amazing. It's ready now. Thank you for your time. We look forward to all the great things coming from Stolen Wolf.
2: Thanks so much. I really appreciate it. Have a good one.
0: Hey, Robert, you're with Pinot Ricard. Yes, sir. Talk about who you're representing today. Who do you have here at the American Whiskey Convention? Awesome. Thanks for having us, first off. Uh, we have uh, three different
3: brands here. But first, yeah, at this table, we have Jefferson's. Uh, we're using three different expressions from Jefferson's. Jefferson's is a Kentucky straight bourbon founded by Trey Zoller in 1997. Uh, we have our very small batch, which is a 68-year-old Kentucky straight bourbon. It's a blend of four different whiskeys main component, but it's going to be 65%. It's going to be high rye. And then we have our Reserve, which is same exact whiskey, just a step higher at 90.2 proof. And then we probably have the most interesting whiskey on the market right now, Jefferson's Ocean. Today we're featuring Voyage 23. Uh, What we do with this is you know, the creativity of whiskey kind of stops with the, the fermentation, distillation, barrel aging, and then cutting it to proof or not cutting the proof. It's where a lot of the creativity stops. So what we did with Trey did, Trey partnered with Chris Fisher, who owns Osearch, which is a uh, vessel that travels the world tagging and releasing great white sharks, does a lot of marine biology research, which is pretty cool. So he put some uh, cask of whiskey on the ship, travels the world, touches five continents, crosses the equator four times, hits 30 ports of call. Every voyage is completely different. Each bottle comes with a ship's log, tells you what happened during that, that journey. Hurricanes, tornadoes, tropical storms, it's hitting the highest of high temperatures, the coldest of cold temperatures. So what's happening is, you know, traditionally in Kentucky, you lose about 4% a year. So we already lost that 4% a year with the angel share. Now we're increasing that to another 10% because it's constantly being agitated. Think about when you're on a boat. You're rocking yeah, you're back rocking and, and rolling. So now the cask is doing the same thing. So you're getting a lot more of that vanilla, caramelization, the toffee, the color. But you're also now picking up a lot more of the salinity in the air. So I like to say it's almost like you're drinking three spirits in one. You have that beautiful Kentucky straight bourbon that we all love, vanilla, candy, citrus, toasted coconut. Then you get a little bit of that sweetness like you get from a beautiful rum from the Caribbean. And then you also pick up like a little bit of salinity that you get from like a beautiful single malt from Scotland that's not peated. So, yeah, that's, you know, we like to say it's one of the most, it's the ultimate collector's whiskey because once the voyage is gone, it's gone.
0: Right. And once it's out of the barrel, once it's out of the bottle, and once you finish it, that voyage will never be recreated. That's correct. So if you see other voyages out there,
3: buy them. If you find some old ones, contact me. I'd love to purchase one from you.
0: (laughs) All right. So we have Jeffersons and we're going to go over and check out your other expressions. Yeah, let's do it. All right, Robert. What do we have next? What are we going to talk about here? What are your other expressions? Yeah. So this is Smooth Ambler.
3: This is the the first uh, bourbon that Pernod Ricard purchased about uh, six, seven years ago, give or take. Uh, and this is Smooth Ambler. Smooth Ambler is based in West Virginia, but what they really started with and what they're known for is their Old Scout. Old Scout has, has a cult following. A lot of single barrels. A lot of uh, old um, old age statements. Cash strength. Uh, what Old Scout is and it's something that we're really transparent about is Old Scout's 100% sourced whiskey from Indiana from MGP. We, we we're very transparent about it. it. doesn't say MGP on the back but it says distilled nope, in Indiana. Yep. You know, there's a lot of brands out there that, you know, don't, aren't transparent and, you know, we,
0: we try to be transparent. So, And the other bottles may say, hey, we bottled this in this state but they don't talk about where it was distilled. They say it's their great granddad. And I think that transparency is really important.
3: 100%. Absolutely. Listen, you know, it's 2021, Everybody's got a cell phone, a tablet. People, there's a lot more information out there. People want this information. You know, People want to know the mash bills. They want to know where it's made. A lot, a lot of people don't care that somebody else makes it because that doesn't make, make it a good whiskey. We're still aging it ourselves. So I think that you know, you know, being transparent is very good with that. To be even more transparent with it is what we have today is Contradiction. So Contradiction is a blend of three whiskeys. So we make a whiskey in West Virginia called Big Level. It's focusing on all West Virginia products. Um, and then we blend that with Old Scout, and then we also blend it with whiskey from Tennessee. So one part homemade, two parts sourced. Um, Yeah, uh, this used to be 100 proof. Now it's coming in at 92 proof. Um, Each batch is a little bit different. This is about 50,000 bottles a year, and it's anywhere from a 5 to 9-year-old.
0: Now, when you said used to be 100, and then you reduced the proof, was there a reason for that? Uh, Well,
3: more probably for... uh, palates and, and cost, lower the cost, so you can have, you can know people can use it more in cocktails, because that's kind of what we we're going for with Contradiction.
0: You have an exciting, you really have an exciting job as to what you do. Yes. You're trying new stuff all the time, and you're helping people and introducing the public to all this. Yeah.
3: What's that like for you? I absolutely love it. You know, I, I, I've been in the restaurant hospitality business my whole life, pretty much since I was 19. Um, been with Pernod Car for six years. I do our Scotch whiskey portfolio, I do our, our high-end Irish whiskey portfolio, and our, our American whiskey portfolio. You know, so I'm, like you said, always tasting different whiskeys. We have so many new expressions and... and um,
0: Is there something out there that we haven't seen that you're a little privy to that we can look
3: forward to? Um, there's a Jefferson's Rye co- finished in a cognac cask. I'm not sure if it's hit Pennsylvania yet. Um, there will be a Jefferson's Ocean Rye coming out soon. Um, we have this beautiful new packaging on the Smooth Amblers. Um... And we have a a contradiction, Rye, as well, which should be hitting Pennsylvania sometime soon.
0: So check out all these new releases and check out the releases that Pinot Ricard is providing. These are great expressions. Add them to your collection. Share them with friends. Robert, thank you so much. Of course. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Tim, Heaven Hill Distillery. Talk about what we have in the glass.
4: Hello. Thank you for having me. Um, We've got Evan Williams, our new small-batch bourbon. Uh, it's named after, uh, of course, the year that uh, Evan Williams moved to Kentucky and opened Kentucky's first e- ever distillery, 1783. Uh, Evan Williams Black Label, which you probably know, is the second best-selling bourbon in the world. Evan Williams Bottle and Bond is the best-selling Bottle and Bond bourbon in the world. We had this brand kind of sitting on the shelf, not doing a whole lot. Um, we thought, man, it's it's so good. We got we got to do something with it, right? So, we uh, we did what all distilleries do, right? We upped the proof and we kept the price the same. Hey,
0: thank you, know, you very much as a consumer. <laughs>
4: You got it. I, uh, I'm so proud to say that. I, I say it every time I taste it. Um, when they told me they were going to keep this at 19.99 and take the proof from 86 up to 90 put it in a pretty bottle uh, and give it the attention it deserves, I, my jaw almost hit the floor. But Heaven Hill, we're the, uh, we're the largest family-owned distillery in the country, and we're, we're very proud of, um, of uh, you know the value we provide, the whiskey that we make. Uh, and this is just one more to celebrate.
0: So for the American Whiskey Convention, what does this mean for you and for Heaven
4: Hill? It means a lot. Um, I'm fortunate to live walking distance from here, but uh, I've been doing this event as long as I've been in the industry. Uh, they put on such a phenomenal show. Um, there's, there's no shortage of beer, wine, spirits, food festivals around these days. Uh, this is one I never miss. Uh, it, was, it wasn't easy getting here. Obviously, you know, it's been a tough year, but uh, we, we did what we had to do. Um, came out, brought as as much whiskey as they would possibly let us, and uh, we hope everybody else gets to enjoy it.
0: Now, you showed us the new Evan Williams expression. What are some of the things that may be coming down the pike that we should know about or maybe wet our whistle for?
4: You know... Talk to me in a couple of years, hopefully I'll have a promotion, I'll be privy to all these fine details, but until then, uh, when I get a purchase order for Pennsylvania, um, I just smile ear to ear. We get uh, we get a very generous amount of our, our single barrel allocation. It's an allocated product, comes out a couple times a year, um, age stated, usually about eight years old, and uh, 2,999, I mean, I mean, how do you beat it? So that's something I look forward to every three to six months um, for, uh, for the Evan Williams label. And in the meantime, The other side of the coin is we're very proud that we can offer these great whiskeys 12 months a year. What I love about the American
0: Whiskey Convention, we get to talk whiskey, we get to talk bourbon, and we get to drink whiskey and bourbon. Here's to you, Tim. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. Tim, we're back. What are we enjoying now?
4: Uh, Well, right now we've got Larceny Small Batch. Um, We're over here at our our second table, just a a few steps over where we've got Rittenhouse Rye, Pikesville Rye, one of my personal favorites, but uh, I mean... One of the hottest brands in our whole portfolio right now is uh, our our weeded bourbon, that's Larceny. Um, We're incredibly proud of the heritage of of this, and I could go back and and give you a long, detailed history, but the fun part is, this is the uh, the small batch version of the John Fitzgerald line. Everybody knows the old Fitzgerald line, right? I mean, nothing is more sought after than a, than a Sintowheller or old Fitzgerald bottling. Uh, we're proud to be the, the caretakers of that brand now, and we're proud to have this on the shelf um, every day. It's a six to eight year old weeded whiskey. It's got 20% weed in the mash bill, so a little bit more than that uh, Buffalo Trace mash bill, a little bit more than that Maker's Mark weeded mash bill. But uh, what makes it unique, and what makes it so potent in my opinion, is that it goes into the barrel at 125 proof. So just like our bourbons, that's very uncommon for weeded whiskeys uh it makes a a truly unique weeded whiskey that is not short on flavor Um, about mostly six seven eight year old barrels in here Um, you know well over 90 proof which you know we love in a a good sipper plays well in in every kind of cocktail from a classic all the way to those uh those you know less spirit forward cocktails like a jula so on and so forth Um, like i said it's one of my favorite it's uh it's gaining a lot of momentum it uh you know the barrel proof version just won uh more words than i can honestly keep track of um and uh for now let's uh let's give it a taste
0: let's give it a taste cheers i love the it just the, the spice grabs you right away but that wheat just mellows everything out and i'm i'm a big fan of wheaters um and there's just a lot of flavor but it doesn't overwhelm you with the barrel on the palate
4: i agree it's incredibly approachable you know we have uh geez half a dozen seven eight whiskeys here uh, at the American whiskey convention, but, uh, when someone comes up and they said, I, you know, I want something a little more tame, a little more approachable, this is exactly what we take them to. And, uh, I mean, there's going to be some 80 proof whiskeys around, uh, around this building today that, that don't drink as easily, in my opinion, um, as larceny.
0: I also get like this little Dr. Pepper note to it, which I really enjoy as it takes me through.
4: It's, uh, I, I, wish you could see the smile on my face. So, uh, the old Fitzgerald's, the decanter series that we release twice a year, um, The most consistent note of any line of whiskey I've ever gotten in my life is somewhere between Dr. Pepper and Root Beer out of this exact line. So it looks like our palates are on the same page today. Well, be on the same page. Try
0: more of these great expressions. Tim, thanks again for your time. Thank you. Cheers. Hey Roy, old limestone mixing water. What are we drinking here?
5: You're drinking uh, pure limestone filtered water out of central Kentucky in the heart of bourbon country. If you talk to any distillery in in Kentucky, they're going to tell you what makes our bourbon bourbon. The limestone. The water. Yeah. And we have the water. And our our spring is 130 feet underground in a mined out quarry. And we uh, capture the water and turn it into old limestone mixing water. So if
0: I want to proof down my bourbon, this is the only water I should be using from here on out?
5: That's what you do. Just a little splash. You don't want to, you know. Proof it down too much, but a little spice. The calcium and magnesium we-, we leave in the water smooths out the flavor. There's no iron that would- which would turn the bourbon black.
0: So I'm just curious. How did you get involved? What was the idea? You and Victoria, your wife, were you're just sitting around and drinking water and saying, "There's a there's a business here."
5: Well, actually, it wasn't me. the The founder is a fellow named Doug Keeney, out of Louisville, Kentucky. He went to his favorite bar back in 2014 and ordered a bourbon and, and water. They they used tap water, handed him the drink and said, what did you do to my bourbon? And his wife said they put tap water in there. He's a very creative guy. He got a hold of us. We're, We're a water company. We do some other things. And we developed together, developed old limestone mixing water.
0: And this is in Pennsylvania. So those residents in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Delaware, we can get it here too? You can't get it here right now. We're looking for
5: distributors. This is
0: just a tease now, isn't it? It's just a tease. Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
5: we, we're, we're, Hey, we're, make, make
0: my it. bourbon taste better. Oh, but you can't get it.
5: <laughs> but you can, we, you can get it. You can go on Amazon. We have all the packages available right, so on if you Amazon. it
0: will ship to us. It's not yeah, like you know, you need, uh LCB approval and all no, that other no, stuff. No, no, no. We
5: don't have to go through all those uh, hoops, you know. We'll ship to you. Amazon ships to you. I can give you my card. You can just go on online and look at Old Limestone Mixing Water. We'll ship direct from the from the factory as
0: well. And I imagine this makes great ice balls.
5: Oh, it makes fantastic ice. If you like your bourbon over ice, you make an ice ball out of that, and it just smooth as can be.
0: Well, thanks for being at the American yeah, Whiskey Convention. Absolutely. I can't wait to try this Old Limestone Mixing Water. Who knew? <laughs>